All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, February the 16th, 2022, and we do have quite a bit to cover, so let's jump right into it. Also, by the way, I just wanted to give a quick little preview for those listening. In roughly 24 hours from now, we have a very exciting interview and conversation coming out with someone uh, pretty prominent in the UFO community, so it's going to be really, really um, uh, fun and extremely informative, so keep an eye out for that. Now, first and foremost... CNN had to reach out to an out, a quote, outside researcher, end quote, to understand why Joe Rogan is so popular. They even went as far as to basically publish this and say, you know, CNN had to, you know, um, coordinate and speak with an outside source, an outside researcher. They literally called them a, a, a professional researcher to understand why Joe Rogan's so popular. What? I don't know. Maybe because he makes content that people like and CNN doesn't. I mean, it's just... I, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, the next thing is something that I want to be careful with covering because of YouTube, unfortunately, but it has to do with Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign. Uh, there was a recent uh, basically charge or a file, a charge filed by um, special counsel Durham, basically saying that uh, alleging, let me be very clear, alleging the Clinton campaign spied on the Trump campaign. However, based on my personal research, if you follow the money, folks, it's there. So again, I'm going to have to leave it at that because of YouTube, but I didn't even want to spend that much time on it anyways, because again, whether Trump was just taking a guess all those years ago when he first tweeted that thing out saying, you know, they spied on my campaign and stuff, or whether he had some inside information or not, again, whether he guessed it or he didn't, he, um, he was right, right? Now, the other, the, the other side of that very quickly is, again, the perspective of, well, Dave, you know, if you yap as much as Trump does, eventually, you know, if you throw enough shit at the wall, it's going to stick, that, so to speak, right? And I get that side too. So again, take that as you will. It's not for me to say, right? Um, the next thing is that CNN's executive vice president and CMO, chief, I don't even know what CMO stands for, chief something, I don't know, uh, officer, Alison Golust has resigned. She had a secret affair with uh, former uh, CNN uh, president uh, or CEO Jeff Zucker. So again, take that as you will. The next thing is, I don't know if I reported this already or not, but I figure it's important to, to bring it up again. The Canadian Civil Liberties Association has stated that the government has not met the Emergencies Act threshold. As I mentioned on Monday, this was formerly called the, I believe, the War Measures Act here in Canada. So again, I'm not trying to just dismiss and fly by that, but I, I I don't know, guys. This is why, personally, on my end, I mean, I because this this act, they can literally just pick any Canadian they want now and go into your bank account and seize your funds, do whatever they wish. Um, again, so I believe it's the first time in Canadian history uh, that this has occurred. Um, the next thing is that the Russian state Duma has adopted a draft resolution appealing to Putin to recognize the Donetsk and Lugansk regions in eastern Ukraine as independent states. Now, apparently, behind the scenes, NATO was freaking out about this, yada yada. Again, take that as you will. It, it, it's a chess game. It, but again, I... This is the thing with the Ukraine situation. I, again, I, I'm not trying to sound like a broken record, so I won't spend too much time on this, but it just seems like the Cuban Missile Crisis in reverse. Uh... 
but again, we'll, we'll see very shortly as well that uh, the Ukrainian leadership uh, is not happy with the way that the Western media has presented this as well. So we'll get to that shortly. The next thing is that Novak Djokovic says he is willing to miss further Grand Slams to avoid COVID vaccination. The tennis number one star tells BBC he's not generally opposed to vaccines, but says, quote, I've always supported the freedom to choose what you put in your body, end quote. I'm very happy someone like this is taking the stance because you know what? Again, um, if, if there needed to be a handful of athletes, celebrities, you name it, that um, that needed to do this in my humble perspective, take an opposing opinion, even if I didn't agree with this opinion. Again, we need balance, right? My issue is not that I'm pro-vax nor anti-vax. My issue is that you can't have an opposing conversation, right? And you two better not take me down for this. When you check the CDC study report, where they say that, you know, certain scientists, I'm going to leave it at that, say the beep boop is not effective, go to the bottom of the raw academic report. They make it deliberately hard for you to find the PDF file, by the way. But if you can find it, it's on their site. You have to sift through all this crap. But once you find it and you go to the bottom of the, of the CDC report, all the scientists had to disclose by law under the, um, I, I forgot exactly what it, it was called, um, Conflicts of Interest Act or something like this. Um, they were all sponsored by Pfizer. So again, take that as you will. Uh, the next thing is that Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, and Virginia Dufre have reached an out-of-court settlement in the sex abuse lawsuit filed in the U.S. The undisclosed settlement is said to be worth 7.5 million pounds, according to the to the Daily Mail. I believe that's about 10 million USD, roughly. Um, in the court documents, the prince has said that he quote regrets his association end quote with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. I this is complicated, okay, and I say this because I, I really do believe in my humble perspective with some inside inside knowledge to an extent that and some of you may know what I'm referring to here, that um Miss Jufre didn't care about the money. Uh, she she did get a, a large settlement and payout from uh, Ghislaine Maxwell a handful of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. So she seemed like she really wanted to press Prince Andrew and uh, ultimately seemed like, again, put him in jail. But of course, the, the you know, realistically, people would say, you know, Dave, come on, don't be don't be stupid and stuff. And look, I, I got to be honest, I would have said the same thing six months ago, but I had thought that, you know, the 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 elites around the world the the narratives not just with the beep boop but it's collapsing but even with this i thought that there would have been a little bit more done here now the the reason the reason i'm careful to say that is because folks i um i've been privileged to have some insight behind this thanks to a certain individual pertaining to the epstein situation which some of you uh particularly on the patreon will know it's way more complicated than it seems. Now, that's that. to be fair, that should not be an excuse to say, oh, you know, Miss Jufre just took her money and screwed off. D you know, why didn't, she pers why didn't she decline the money and keep pressing the, the royal family? Look, I don't have any direct insight into that particular situation. However, I have a feeling this will not be the end of it, so to speak. But again, it's a, an extremely complex situation, especially when you're dealing with a family as power, unfortunately, as powerful and as unfortunately, quote unquote, elite as the royals. So again, I'm, I'm just going to leave that there for now. Make of that as you will, folks. The next thing is that multiple websites in the Ukraine are unreachable at the moment, including the Ministry of Defense, the Armed Forces, Private Bank and Oshad Bank, the Ukrainian Cybersecurity Center says... I'm going to be honest. we got to consider a couple things here. First off, and I hope YouTube doesn't nick me for this. They shouldn't. We have to consider that there are certain Western um, agencies that may in fact have caused this attack in order to stage a potential false flag to say, look, look what Putin's doing. Now, on the other hand as well, we also have to consider that this is what you do before you go in to invade. So could it be Putin? Could it be someone else? 
trying to, you know, make Putin look bad to stage some type of proxy false flag. Again, YouTube shouldn't nick me for this because, again, it's not like the U.S. government hasn't done this before. Gulf of Tonkin, it's all there. It's not a Gulf of Tonkin is not a conspiracy. So, um, I'm going to leave it at that. The next thing is that Denmark's Statens Serum Institute has set up a fact-checking site to counter the spread of disinformation following the country's decision to lift all COVID restrictions. Okay, I guess I'll leave that there. Um, I can't really say much without getting emotional and getting my opinion in the way. So uh, the next thing is that the Netherlands is going to go back to normal. Almost all COVID restrictions will be lifted by February 25th, the health minister announced. Quote, we are now in a different phase. A lot of people are infected, but the picture of hospital occupancy is completely different. It remains virtually stable, end quote, said Ernst Kuipers. Hopefully I didn't butcher uh, the, the, the name there. Um, okay. Yeah, it's how interesting and how beautiful that the science and, you know, I say this sarcastically, uh, that the science has suddenly changed or, you know, the thing, the data is telling us something different. Yeah. OK, um, I'm just going to leave that there, because if not, I'm going to go on a whole tangent and I don't want to make this covid related. We have a lot more other things to cover. The next thing is that Biden said, quote, to the citizens of Russia, you are not our enemy, end quote. Um all right. Uh, all TV networks in reporter stand up live positions on the White House North Lawn uh, lost power during Biden's remarks on Ukraine and Russia. Um, it's possible maybe a foreign adversary hacked the TV. I mean, the um, the broadcasting systems. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm seriously saying that I say that half jokingly, but also half seriously, because at this point, guys, like we got to consider all of it. And I do mean that. So um, take that as you will. The next thing is that the U.S. Senate leaders and committee leaders have released a bipartisan statement on Ukraine uh, saying, quote, in this dark hour. Uh, OK, the, the reason I have an issue with this is. Uh, is OK, the reason I have an issue with this is because of what was said right here. Head of Zelensky's servant of the people parliamentary faction in Ukraine has blamed foreign media for spreading fake news about the Russian invasion. He compared American media with Russian propagandists. And again, YouTube should not nick me. This was actually said. So, you know, uh, if you check the translation, that's exactly what was said. So that's that's why when even when President Zelensky of Ukraine says uh, he said a couple weeks ago, there's no need for um, uh, tough rhetoric or something. It, what I gather there is that he's basically saying NATO wants war for NATO expansion to get closer to Russia's borders. But he also receives money from the U.S. and from the West and things like this. But at the same time, he doesn't want the people of his country, part of my English, to get fucked. So he's basically trying to say to the U.S., ease off on the propaganda, guys. Please, I'm begging you. It's really not as bad as it seems. That's what I gather. That doesn't... Now, keep in mind, guys, that doesn't mean that that's what's really happening on the ground. This is... Again, we have to keep that in mind. We have to think as objectively as possible and as unemotionally as possible. So... Again, I, let's see what comes of that. Because you have NATO, uh, you know, again, ironically enough today, saying that, it, according to them at least, Russia's not de-escalating any of their forces on the border. Well, I don't necessarily blame Putin per se, not that I'm for him at all, but I don't blame him when you got your back against the wall. What if Russia came on the coast of California or Hawaii and put, secret, put top secret missiles and, and surveillance things there? And even though the NSA, they say they're not, but they are. I mean, that's just my take. But anyways, the next thing is that, ex um, excuse me, sorry, let me see here. Uh, executive officer, uh, Chris, uh, that's what I mean, by the way, about, you know, Senate leaders calling the Ukraine issue uh, 
in their letter saying in this dark hour using terms like that elevate the rhetoric it, they make the westerners think that it's it could be worse than it is or maybe it really is bad there I, this is the thing i don't know i'm not there the next thing is that um executive officer christopher cole for the medical countermeasures initiative at, at the fda said on hidden camera that the biden administration plans an annual beep boop and he says quote this is according to Veritas. Uh, so you'll have to get an annual beep boop. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet because they don't want to rile everyone up. End quote. I am going to leave that there. That is big. And the reason I'm not commenting on that is because I don't want my opinion to get in the way of your folks' personal perspectives. It's not necessarily my job to do that. Um, do I? If you want my opinion, I wholeheartedly disagree with it, with that plan. And if they go forward with it. Um, it to an extremely strong extent, but again, I should not let that get in the way of your own personal thoughts, because I, I try to record this Kraken as, these Krakens as if I'm speaking to you personally in the room. Uh, the next thing is that Klaus Schwab's World, World Economic Forum says, and I quote, the COVID-19 pandemic has led to a heightened focus on the power of medical data, specifically so-called vaccine passports. These passports by nature serve as a form of digital identity, end quote. The new WEF report published this month calls for a multi-stakeholder approach to advance towards a trusted digital agency, quote, for a safer and more inclusive online world, end quote. This is just my opinion. I'm saying this for YouTube. That's a pack of lies. So, um, the next thing is that Austria will lift almost all COVID restrictions by March 5th, Minister of Health and Social Affairs uh, Muckstein has announced. In addition, a decision on compulsory vaccination is expected by March 15th, which may result in a, quote, temporary suspension, end quote. Interesting to see that even Austria is, is again, it, sh it should be, in my opinion, should have been... Uh, this should not even be considered, but, you know, um, speaking of which, Austria's major general, a Stridinger announces the anticipated need for a fourth vaccine injection this fall with the goal of achieving a 90% vaccination rate in the population. My question is this, though, a 90% vaccination rate, how do you define fully vaccinated? Having three shots, four shots, especially after he said this. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic. A, a genuine question. Um, the next thing is that Switzerland is lifting almost all its restrictions starting tomorrow, including its passports and mask mandates, except for public transport and health facilities. As of April 1st, the country's COVID task force will be disbanded and the, quote, special situation, end quote, due to the pandemic will end. The remaining mask and isolation requirements will then end as well. Again, let's see if they follow through with it. But as long as that done, that was done in a legislative and uh, uh, appropriate process relative to the political system there, so be it. Uh, truly mean that. Uh, we got to be consistent. If I said that on the opposite end of things, we got to say it on this side too. Uh, the next thing is that inflation in Canada has hit a 30-year high at 5.1%, far outpacing econom uh, economists' expectations. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Pardon my English. I went shopping the other day. A couple of steaks used to cost just under $20. They now cost 60 That's a six and a zero, folks. Within weeks, things have jumped. It used to be 4 or $5 for strawberries, for a box of strawberries. Now it's like 12 13 Canadian dollars. And the Canadian dollar is not that much far off from the um, the value of the American dollar. So for those American and European friends, you can make that, that correlation there. The next thing is that YouTube CEO Wajiki... Uh, Waj Siki, excuse me, recommends government pass governments pass laws to gain more control over online speech and elsewhere. I wholeheartedly disagree with that because at that point, what are you going to do? Just where do you draw the line? Start taking away phones from people? Because if you start blocking the internet, if people really get desperate, they'll just make you know Zoom groups, phone groups again. So what are we going to do? Just ban people from talking or thinking at that point? Where do you draw the line? And I, I'm saying that semi seriously, but also semi sarcastically because truly, where do you draw it? Um, 
The next thing is that Berkshire Hathaway chair Charlie Munger admires the Chinese for banning cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. He says, quote, it's like some venereal disease or something, end quote. I'm surprised. I thought, you know, the, the partner of Warren Buffett, for those who don't know, he's the partner of Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway. I honestly would have thought that Mr. Munger would have had a more optimistic approach. Uh, Warren Buffett seems to, if I'm not mistaken, last time I checked, sort of tittled, uh, uh, sort of go back and forth flip-flop on Bitcoin, if I'm not mistaken. Please forgive me if I'm not correct on that, but... I, I, wow, okay. I mean, yeah, I figured as much at that point. They were going to have to ram Bitcoin. So uh, the next thing is that a young girl who went missing in 2019 has been found alive in a secret room under a staircase. Police in the United States of New, uh, in the U.S. state of New York say. Uh, Paley's Schultes, now six years old, was discovered in a house in the town of Sogertes after a search on Monday. She's in good health and has now been reunited with her legal guardian and older sister, the police say. Her non-custodial parents have been charged with custodial interference and endangering the welfare of a child. That I only wanted to report the story because it is finally great to find a child that's living and i hate to even have to say that but that's what it's gotten to in terms of like what's going on in this world right so again um that is great to hear the next thing is that a catholic priest in i find this somewhat um interesting a catholic priest in arizona is learning the hard way that quote words matter end quote after a one-word gaffe forced officials to invalidate thousands of baptisms he conducted over many years now again no disrespect to my friends who are religious or anything of the sort uh we get into this debate of uh, with respects to what's on the potential horizon pertaining to et disclosure is this significant or not but again th that is not a jab at my religious friends whatsoever it's just wanted to present both sides um church officials say that the priest andreas Arango used the word we instead of I during bat baptisms. Catholics believe that only Jesus Christ has the power to baptize, not the wider community or the church. Um, Mr. Arango has resigned from his position and apologized. Okay, I mean, I guess take that as you will. Um, the next thing is that the Metropolitan Police are investigating claims into Prince Charles's charity offered uh, into claims that Prince Charles's charity offered honors to help a Saudi citizen, which it probably did. That's just my opinion. I'm just going to go with that because even though the results of the investigation have not been completed nor presented or announced yet, um, uh, they do this stuff all the time. <laughs> the force said it, it is investigating uh, alleged offenses under the Honors Prevention of Abuses Act of 1925. There have been no arrests or interviews under caution, the, Met the Metropolitan, uh, Metropolitan Police have said. And the Prince's Foundation said it would be, quote, inappropriate to comment on an ongoing investigation, end quote. Uh, sorry if I didn't make any of you laugh there. That's my attempt at being a comedian. Point being, I don't think anything's going to come of this. It's they're in the pockets of the royal family, the police, and maybe not at the individual level, but the system at large with with. So, you know, uh, the next thing is that a U.S. patient is believed to be the third person in the world and first woman to be cured of HIV. The patient was being treated for leukemia when she received a stem cell transplant from someone with natural resistance to the AIDS causing virus. The woman has now been free of the virus for 14, month, 14 months, but experts say the transplant method used involving umbilical cord blood is too risky to be suitable for most people with HIV. Again, I don't want to make any speculation simply because it's too early to tell. I wonder if this has been in the pipeline for a long time relative to the quote-unquote new science being discovered pertaining to, you know, uh, graphene, nanotech, uh, all arguably relating to that of the alien reverse-engineered uh, phenomenon, so to speak. I'm going to reserve my thoughts because I want more context on this, to tell you the truth, particularly at the end when experts say this may not work for everyone with HIV. I wonder if that's a bit of a thing to say, whoa, 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 let's not go too far yet, or if that's 
that's actually a legitimate concern. So I'm going to leave that there for now. The next thing is that Russia's defense minister has met Syria's Assad for talks. Sergei Shoigu is in Syria to inspect a Russian airbase amid heightened tensions between the West and Moscow over Ukraine. Again, it's strategy. We can analyze these meetings all you want. Unless we're in the room there, we'll never know. So it's strategy, I would say. The next thing is that Pakistan and Iran are planning to form a joint working group on border issues. Border patrols from both countries have come under attack in sporadic skirmishes along the roughly 750 kilometer long border. Again, great to see that they're working together. Not to sound all, you know, kumbaya, let's sit by the fire, but, you know, at least there's something here to be, uh, to look forward to that doesn't say, you know, these countries killed each other's soldiers for once. Um, The next thing is that as COVID curbs are lifted, experts call for clear messaging. With many governments around the world lifting COVID restrictions, scientists urge caution and clarity, according to, I think this was either BBC or Al Jazeera. Please forgive me, folks. But anyways, yeah, that's what uh, it only, I think this was Al Jazeera. It only took... I don't know, two years for mainstream, quote unquote, mainstream media to put this, these concerns out. Doctors have been voicing a very good chunk of them have been voicing their concerns way before this. I don't need to get into details. Um, The next thing is that Germany's biotech plans modular vaccine factories in Africa. The first turnkey facility will be shipped to either Senegal or Rwanda in the second half of this year, uh, biotech said. We're going to be delving into that into the members episodes on Patreon. Obviously, YouTube will nick us if we do this publicly. So, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to leave that there. You can, we, again, because of that announcement being so vague and all that, we can extrapolate and speculate extensively on that. The next thing is that the Taliban delegation is holding talks with the European Union and U.S. diplomats in Doha. Western envoys meet Taliban members as the group seeks recognition and badly needed funds amid a humanitarian crisis. It's a chess game. Yes. Do the Taliban have control on the surface, at least, or maybe even more so than that of their country? Yes. But they also need money. And the, the, the West knows this. The EU, they know this. The UN knows knows this so nato knows this so again it's a chess game the next thing is that nepal police fire tear gas as protesters rally against a u.s grant now this is interesting the u.s is providing a half a billion dollar grant in american dollars for the construction of power transmission lines and a road improvement project in nepal but detractors say the funds come with unacceptable conditions again who is to determine from a journalistic perspective as i just read there and i quoted what is a detractor or not first and foremost okay let's 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 point out what i would dare to say is the propaganda in that piece there but with that being said or arguable propaganda rather with that being said i can see this this is exactly how again the ccp's been playing this game quite for quite some time whether it's on the intelligence level or otherwise or a mixture of both you you basically invest in the infrastructure of a country and then many years later when that country defaults on its debts of any kind boom you take it over not the whole country, but elements of that elements of that country. In my opinion, it's as close to imperialism as you could get in today's day and age. But that's just my opinion. So again, maybe I'm taking it a bit too far there. The next thing is that the Maduro ally Saab was a DEA informant before arrest records show. Alex Saab, an ally of the Venezuelan president, agreed in 2018 to cooperate with the U.S. drug agency documents show. Again, you see how they create the problem than the solution? So... The next thing is that U.S.-Mexico avocado spat is already causing shortages. The U.S. ban on avocado imports from Mexicans... Mikoachan state, Mikoachan state went into effect February 11th after an inspector said he got a threatening phone call. Yeah, I've been saying this for a little while now, and I'm not trying to say like I'm the one that came out with it. Not, not at all. I actually got learned it from uh, I think it was Tim Pool's podcast. Um, 
the cartel is getting involved in avocados. They'll go wherever the money is. Wherever there's a shortage that they can provide a supply of, they'll do it. It doesn't just need to be drugs or human trafficking or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, um, I, I could definitely see that. And that, that threatening phone call, I'm not saying it was from a cartel member, but I'm sure there was some type of influence that disseminated along that chain there. So um, the... And the second last thing is that Honduras ex-president Hernandez has been detained as the U.S. seeks extradition. The U.S. is seeking to extradite former Honduran president Juan Orlando Hernandez on drug trafficking allegations. It's a chess game. If we're going to be real here and arrest him on drug trafficking allegations, let's take old Slick Willie over there, Bill Clinton, for the Iran-Contra stuff in his state in Arkansas. If we're going to play this game, if we're going to be truly fair and righteous, everyone at the top should be going to jail. So, again, this is they, they, they arrest each other and they try to do this to each other. It's all a chess game. The next thing is that, uh, the final thing is that campaigning for ne the next president kicks off in South Korea. Soaring house prices, inequality, and corruption are key concerns for voters in a March 9th poll uh, so far overshadowed by petty scandals. The reason I wanted to report that as the final thing is that used to be actually a concern in the Western Europe. You know, corruption, house prices, inequality. That seems like easy stuff to tackle compared to what we're looking at these days, folks. So, again, um, I know today wasn't the longest Kraken just because there wasn't really that much to delve into in terms of, like, the extent of the details of the stories. But with that being said, I hope you folks really enjoyed it. Again, we have a lot of stuff coming out on the Patreon in addition to the public in the coming hours. And we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers. <laughs>